The Pete Carroll Show. The first word from the Seahawks head coach every Monday at 9.30 with Brock and Sog. Brought to you by Pizza Hut on Seattle Sports Station. All right, Coach Carroll is here. It is time for the Pete Carroll Show. Of course, we do this every week following the Seahawks game. And unfortunately, not as happy as last week. Coach, what happened yesterday? Yeah, you know, we were... uh... 650 something 652 or something we're ahead you know and, and uh we came back and put ourselves in the, in the lead needed to hold it and uh they go down and get an explosive play on short yardage and and go ahead and we get the ball back again five something left you know we got time to go there and do it again and get back in and we didn't get it done so the game was really ours to be had and, and uh there was a lot of amazing plays that happened in that game that that would spark a win and then there was some stuff that we you know that we didn't handle well enough uh that we thought we had you know planned for and all that and we're disappointed by you know and, and it happened on both sides of the ball third downs on offense didn't work out the way we wanted to they really looked like they were playing us to run the football and we you know, we didn't expect them to change that much um so it threw us off a little bit and then uh the wildcat thing you know it, it it was effective in in the short yardage situations there. I think they're four for four on those, you know, and those were crushers, you know, to us. And the big play that busts out, you know, that was another short yardage shot. And we just needed to play it better, and we were there and didn't get it done. So uh, those were really frustrating because it was it was really a game to be won. What makes that wildcat so difficult to defend at times? The the, the wildcat is all about numbers, really. It's about when. When the quarterback isn't handing the ball off, then you 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 gain that extra blocker. So they've got a guy for everybody, and then you have to execute and and really play together and finish off the blocks and make your plays when the, when the the time arises. And uh, you know you know what's coming, so that's the thing that's so frustrating. You know that they're going to basically run the football with. Uh, with Hill playing, it, it Taysom Hill, that's a different dimension than most Wildcats. If it's a running back, that guy's not very likely to throw the football. But you have pass availability, you know, when when Hill's back there, as he showed, and so that's even more difficult. But uh, so you you get matched up, and everybody has to fit just exactly right to get it done, and you have to make your tackles. And if they only have to make a yard, there's a blocker on everybody basically. So um, that's where the, it became really effective for them, and it really allowed them to control the game uh, with their running game, and then the big breakout, you know. Sets the stats all all crazed and all that, but really it's um, and we you know it's not nothing new. We just need to do it better. And uh, the big heavy wildcat thing was the thing that was really effective for them. They didn't have any receivers in the game, and they just ran right at you. And we knew it was coming, so it's tough. Well, uh, I want to talk obviously more about the defense, and we'll sort of get through the 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 game. But let's just start with Rashad Penny because I think it's on everybody's mind today. Uh, reports came out this morning that he suffered a, a fracture. Where is he at? Yeah, well, he's in. It's going to be a haul for him. Uh, this is a uh, what they refer to as a tib fib uh, incident, and then he broke his fibula and uh, cracked that. But the, it's the high ankle sprain element of it that makes it difficult. And there's this, a particular surgery that they do to connect the, and tighten down those bones. It's going to take a number of months. So he's going to miss a season. And uh, it's it's really a heartbreaker for a kid that has really bounced back into the you know, into the, the, the limelight of, of our program and our, you know, for us and all. And, and for himself, uh, he's been through such a long haul that it, it's really just a heartbreaking loss for him. Um, he's been doing great, and everybody can see it, and, and we've been so excited for him. And so he's going to miss us the rest of this year. He'll come back and be able to play again and all that. It, it's it's a really 
uh, a clear surgery process and all that, but it just does take a long, a long time. Al Woods, was he able to, to make it out okay? Uh, he's got a uh, inflammation, you know, in a, in a patellar tendon thing that it's, it's popped up one time before. Um, it's just kind of an aggravation thing. I, it, likely that he'll he'll be able to manage it. Uh, it wasn't an injury as much as it's just kind of an irritation that was too much to play on. He was having the game of his mm-hmm. life and to start the thing off. You know, he had all the fans and all the you know, family and everything, literally, and he was just getting off like crazy, and it was really exciting and fun for him and all that, and, and unfortunately couldn't finish it. Coach, what's going on with, with the defense? I mean, th- this is not what we've become accustomed to here in Seattle, and obviously so much of your success has been built on on defensive success where is this defense at yeah we're, we're unable right now to find the consistency you know and, and uh we're not we're not clean as we need to be and that's just the the, the process that we're in the middle of right now we can see it happen i mean there's you can answer the questions there's no mysteries we got to make the plays when we get our chances we got to fit the fit the runs as we need to uh we got to make the tackles when we have to um, we've had uh, there's like a couple missed tackles on touchdown plays it's right really good players in really good positions and the guy gets through and makes the makes the play better than we make it um it's it's uncommonly consistent right now you know it just doesn't feel right and uh, so we can see it we know what we need to do we, we, we're on the plan has worked out we, we just need to keep battling we need to be more consistent and until we find that consistency it's hard and so uh and it also because it's like that little things make are magnified you know a penalty here you're off the field there you know you, you okay you escaped you know another opportunity and and we give it back to them and, and it makes it hard you know so we've got a couple things that are working us one is our consistency and the other ones we get rid of these these untimely penalties that give guys stuff you know if you give anybody something in the nfl they take it and they own it and and they they, they make you pay for it and so we have to clean our stuff up is there a level of the defense that seems to be most responsible for the problem is it defensive line? Is it what your linebackers are doing? Is well, it I'd say we're kind of sharing it now. <laughs> we're kind of sharing it more than, uh, you know, if it was that easy, it would be easy to fix. Um, but uh, we're kind of sharing it. And there is um, – they are running the ball at us a lot. You know, we saw 48 runs yesterday. We saw 40 a couple weeks ago. You know, we're seeing a ton of runs at us. And that's something that we have to deal with. And, and they'll keep doing it if you let them. You know, everyone was talking about the big passing in the NFL and all that. That's not the way the league works. The league takes what you give them. And, and so right now they're getting away with it, and we got to get you know, we got to get this thing stopped. And so, you know, you make the change. And I, I know that you've sort of downplayed some of this at times, but it, it's hard for me not to think that the change to the 3-4 in the offseason, does that – play into this i mean i've never seen your teams get run on like this it's a new style of defense what's how related are those two yeah what what we didn't what we didn't gain in the transition is we didn't gain the carryover, you know, in, in particular areas. And, and we didn't have the carryover of the strength of things that we had done. We had, we had played the run fairly well last year and, uh, and that, that, that is not with us right now. And so um, we've given up some to get some. And so the passing numbers are down and all that. Well, for obvious reasons, because they're, they're running the ball a lot. So we're, 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 trying to transition this to clean it up so that we can get the kind of consistency that we need and and uh the, the but we're we're working at it you know and it's there i can see it and you're right <laughs> that's it hasn't been like this and we have to fix it yeah the nfl is not a business of excuses or explanations but we can make some of those at times and, and i guess an explanation would be the loss of jamal that when i look at you know a guy that's violent and physical and fits runs 
Um, his absence being felt, Coach, is that is that a fair explanation for some of this? Yeah, because he's a playmaker. and He's a guy that makes plays out of normal plays and will hit things in the backfield. He'll run guys down. He'll affect the, 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 the way you call your offensive plays because you stay away from them uh, it directs the football where, you know you can where we when we know where it's going because of you know how they're they're you know affected by our personnel then we can play to that um we did that's not present you know in, in the front guys and he, he's a unique player that uh you know gives you a, a unique effect and that 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 certainly is a factor there's i can't deny that what is uh what has gino done best <clears throat> Uh, Gino's been extremely consistent, and uh, to add with that his accuracy uh, and tough throws. The first, just look at the first throw he threw in the game. You know, it was designed just the way it, it happened, but it all got squeezed a little bit. And man, he stuck a ball in there to Noah. Um, just a gorgeous throw, and then he just took off again. Here we go. And uh, so it's it's he's been really consistent, and his accuracy has been been uh, just you know better than anybody's uh he's also run well he's moved well in the pocket he's he created uh, plays again yesterday and and uh, really we got one we lost one great touchdown uh scramble that he threw to dk that was a huge play for us would have been um again he found it just like he did earlier in the game his consistency and kind of creating is is showing up too so uh hit disley in the opener and you know those plays are all kind of similar uh, so he's found a real groove. He's really comfortable with what we're doing. He's got terrific players he's playing around. Uh, his offensive line have come through. Tackles played really well again yesterday. Um, and so um, it's it's a real good fit right now. And just it's really exciting. And somebody said it uh, uh, on the broadcast, I think, last night. They mentioned some of the names that have come to mind to me. And Richie Gannon, uh, Steve Young, guys, guys that uh, I've forgotten about. Uh, um, you know, some a couple of the guys that they mentioned that were guys who kind of had careers that didn't work out well, but when they got to the end of it, they had everything together, and they now performed way different than they did earlier in their career. Gino's one of those guys, and so we just got to keep it going and, and try to stay explosive. I think we had four touchdown drives that were five plays or less. You know, it's bang, 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 and we're down there, you know, and so um, it's really fun to watch, and it's a great accomplishment for him. I know you challenged Salk a little bit last week when he said, we didn't see this, Gino. And you said, well, we have. You know, we see it more behind the scenes. Uh, Gino, in a, in a cute way, uh, this last week when a reporter had asked him, you know, where is this coming from? And Gino just said, well, you've, you, you didn't watch me throw, uh, which I kind of appreciated that answer as well. But I think what has struck me, Pete, the most at this stage is his command. You talk about his consistency and his accuracy, and those are clearly the numbers. But I'm watching a command at the line of scrimmage, the command of cadence, the command of communication, the command of the huddle. There is just not pre-snap issues. I know there was one yesterday, but he's calling for it. Just his level of command right now is in a place that I don't know if anybody would have imagined from the outside. Yeah, he, he did he did it again, too, like he had done a couple weeks ago with a couple – things he saw in the running game and uh and we hit it we hit it again yesterday you know and um that's that is it is the poise you know in the situation the clock's coming down and he's, he's got the noise and all that and he's making an audible that he that he knows uh is it gives us a good chance and he fights his way through it to communicate with everybody and then we execute and hand the ball up and bang there it goes you know um it's uh it, it is it that word is a good word for it you know that's what i'm saying i'm saying consistency he's got this offense uh under control right now
so it's really it's really fun and there's a lot of dimensions to it and a lot of guys involved too so it's not we're not going to be easy to stop we got a chance to keep moving is it sustainable for him i mean could he there's end no up, doubt could yeah. he be your long-term answer at quarterback well, he's he's doing it he's doing everything we could ask of him right now um it, it's good too that he's got drew you know he's got drew nipping at his heels every day in practice drew does stuff you know and and you know he's 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 got good stuff going right there in support of what uh, what Gino does it just keeps everybody on their toes it's just the whole thing about competition it's good you know and we like that it continues to be this way Gino's not going to sit back now he's not going to get comfortable he's he he realizes the moment and he's really going for it he's really trying to keep things that you know at bay and and the, the, whether it's the media or whatever, you know, he's trying to do a great job with all of that. He's going to have a chance to really have a great year and the future. I don't see any reason why he wouldn't, get, he wouldn't, you know, anything get in his way. He's physically, he's in really, you know, great shape right now. We'll get to Tariq Woolen here in a second and his just game changing plays each he's and every in good week. Shape too. Yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah, he he can go. But just thinking back to your kind of defensive answers and into some of that conversation, who are some of the some of the voices? Right, if you said it at every level right now, we're all taking our turns. You got it. Who are some of the voices that can help turn this thing? Because Woolen's playmaking is awesome, but ultimately, who can be some of the forces on that defense, Pete? In your estimation, that can help turn this. What you're seeing uh, just in the last couple of weeks, you're seeing uh, Tariq continues to get the ball. And uh, if you noticed yesterday, uh, Cody did it again. You know, he, he had a, uh, an aggressive attacking force fumble uh, like he had the week before. Those guys, those are game-changing plays. And those guys don't look like they're going away. They look like they're just getting rolling. They're just getting started with having an effect. Um, you know, as far as, you know, I don't know if you, you said voice. I don't know if you're thinking, you know, them speaking out. They're doing it with their play. And uh, if they can continue to do that, those are the kinds of playmaking, uh, uh, you know, occurrences that change change your course of, of your future. And so I'm hoping that they'll do their thing. And, you know, I don't know how that we'll keep getting an interception every game. But yeah, it continues to be a factor. He had his best game. He was challenging those receivers from the moment we got on the field. And he sat on guys. That's why he got the comeback that he, that he took. He had sat on a bunch of routes on him because they couldn't get away from him. And uh, uh, he, he's, he's just done a, a marvelous job. He had a penalty call that him was one of the most perfect line of scrimmage jams that he threw a change up at the guy and, and then came back and two-handed him and the guy couldn't get off the line of scrimmage and they threw a penalty on him. I, I, we've never done a better you know, better job at, at the LOS and the and, uh, guy saw it as a penalty yesterday, but um, so he's He's just done so many cool things. I think those are the kinds of guys. And um, Maffei did a nice job yesterday. Uh, he played tough and physical. And, and uh, so the young guys are continuing to contribute. And uh, Jordan was really all over the field yesterday, too, as, as the, really the, the centerpiece of you know the action and the voice and the activity and all that. He's a big deal in what we're doing. What did Tariq hit on your um... – I was literally going to ask the same thing. <laughs> were you really? On the yes. miles per hour when he chased Taysom down? You we had a... him at 22.9. <laughs> Which I don't, I don't, you know, we're just learning those numbers. But I know that's, I don't, I haven't heard of a twenty-three yet. Twenty-two nine. Yeah. That's what that. was DK last year when he when he tracked down uh, his safety? Buddha? I'm I'm guessing it was twenty-two one, but I don't know that. Wow. I, that's what I remember. Twenty-two nine. Yeah, there he was. I mean, he just, <laughs> the field just disappeared. He just a couple steps and he got to him. He, he's done that a number of times already. I mean, it's like that's okay. That's a factor for us. You you break something, he's coming to get you. That guy knew he was coming. You know, he uh, Taysom looked over his shoulder at him. He knew it was coming. What did Dixon hit on his scramble punt? <laughs> that's not yeah, nice. I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That, that way he was supposed to kick the ball there, and we didn't kick the ball, and so. Um, we did, that's, I'm totally taking that. That's totally my, my, my deal. I, I could have 
not allow that to happen. Mm-hmm. And it did. And, um, that was a, a moment we just gave them an opportunity to have a turnover on the 13. And you know how how easy can you make it for them? So unfortunately, that that was the margin in the game. So uh, I mean, that's what you're speaking to, right? Like that, and you know, jumping off sides on third and five, and it's just some of those things that you just can't. Anybody in this league, doesn't matter who you play in the NFL, right? They will. You give them those chances. Yeah, this league yeah. just takes them. Yeah, it, it, that's you know one of the you, you don't want to give your opponent anything, and, and when you throw games at them, when you don't, they have a hard time beating you, and, and that's we're not there yet, and, and unfortunately, I mean we had big big emphasis last week about the penalties, and we still had four in, eight, in all phases of the game, we had four in teams, four in offense, four in defense, and uh, six penalties in the line of scrimmage, those are just really killers because those those are totally us doing it to ourselves, and so these are areas that we have to get better at. If we're going to win games, we're going to win it by doing right. And so uh, we're, we're hard at it. What are other teams doing against you? I mean, what, what are you seeing them? How, how are they attacking you? Well, I, you don't really want me to answer that. Okay, but uh, they have had some success, obviously, running the football. <laughs> right? Well, I don't know I want. It's going to yeah. be too technical. Yeah. They, 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 they're running the football. 48 times they ran the ball yesterday. You know, they didn't have to throw it. And uh, we didn't feel we didn't feel the threat in the throwing game yesterday at all because they didn't need it, and that was enough for them. And, and uh, their short yardage and their third down play was was really really good uh, on both sides of the ball. Where we had just you know jumped to the top of the league uh, a week ago, you know, with a nine out of twelve performance, we went one for nine yesterday, mm-hmm. and uh, uh, that was you know that was just not in the plans. Um, we thought we would be able to keep going, and, and but they did some nice things, and we didn't adapt fast enough. I wish we would have done a couple things a little bit quicker, and and you know that's not always the case. That's when you know you're looking for all of the issues. When the draft closed up in April, and we all left the draft and, and the draft festivities there, and at the VMAC, and if I would have told you, hey Pete, come fifth, sixth game of the season, you're going to have Woolen picking three balls off. You're going to have Kenneth Walker taken to the house from 69. You're going to have your two tackles face some pretty good dudes the first five weeks of the season and more than hold their own. You're going to see Mafe's role continue to grow. Kobe Bryant's going to be your starting nickel, right? Would you have believed me when those draft doors closed? Well, if I had, I would. you would have seen me in one of my all-time optimistic <laughs> foreshadowing moments of saying, hey, these guys are going to kill all it. those of your moments? <laughs> well, it's, it's constant, but th- that would have been one of the all-timers because every one of those guys has come through. They're really, the, the, Shane was thrilled with the way the tackles played yesterday. There was a couple sacks that we that we had that were coverage deals that we had to hold the football in the, in the desperation moment, too. But those guys played great against two really hard, difficult guys to play against. Um, they continue to do their thing so you're seeing it from everybody and to see Kenneth get off like that with a run where that was as perfect uh, a mid-zone run as we've seen it was just blocked perfectly run perfectly executed beautifully that's great for him to feel that because that's the kind of home run hitter he is and we we haven't got him loose yet you know so that's you know now it's coming up where he has a ton of responsibility and and opportunity Uh, we're counting on him you know and and so uh We'll see more of that. It's going to be hard to keep him from making big plays. Why do you think your tackles have had such immediate success? They're really good athletes, first of all. They're they're athletically primed for the positions they're playing. They're they're quick. They're sudden. They're strong. Their length is there. Um, They're both smart, competitive kids that have both been – uh, they've handled it really well. They've just handled it. Uh, They're not excitable guys. You know, they're just easygoing – clear thinking guys that that are handling the moment and uh 
just think they're just getting started. You know, they're only five games old. You know, so they're going to have a fantastic uh, uh, input f- for our club here, and, and uh, they're off to a, I mean, a famous start. Really, there's a few few times have you guys have noted that this has ever even happened before, even attempted before. I bet that those I would challenge our two guys against any of those other pairs of, you know, rooks that started at other times over the the century here. How's Cross been in his run block? I mean, I think we we knew coming out of that system that he was going to be a pass blocking left tackle. How, maybe the only question mark about him was what would he look like moving forward? How has he been in that part of he's, the game? He's been consistent he, he's going to get better he's going to be more physical when he's more confident and that he is right you know because when you know that you're doing exactly the right thing you do it with more more oomph and, and he'll he'll be better at that and really that's the same with they both those guys when they're really assured that they're doing the right stuff and they know they're on call and the footwork is right they'll, they'll knock guys off the football even better but they're 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 doing a, a solid job though they're, they're they're not a problem at all and uh charles in particular is doing doing we run a lot of balls to the left and uh, he's got a lot of opportunities to block as he's getting it done so friday you guys probably wrapped up walk through you head to the airport you fly down to new orleans saturday you're in meetings and everything do you have any chance to catch what that mariners team got done up in toronto oh yeah we got to watch it before you know, before you know we, we got to see it uh before the um when we got together it was it was great timing you know i was sitting up there in the room watching the thing happen and hoping i could carry the message down to the guys and we showed that we made up highlights really fast and showed it to them and and had fun with them that was an amazing comeback man and and it it, if you watch that game for like six seven things you don't know (laughs) you just don't think it's happened and then all of a sudden bang bang here comes three and then they're then they're back in it uh, the huge play. Did the I don't didn't never I never heard about the injuries to the guys in center field. Did, did those guys? Yeah, come out I don't okay? think we've heard uh, what happened to Springer. Yeah, or at uh, least I did. It looked nasty, but um, what an opportunity for for our guys, and they took full advantage of it. And then just a great finish. You know, it was, it was great. The, the challenge though is, you, if you start yelling, can you win the game in the first inning? You got to go through it <laughs> nine times. It's not just four, and and you get Bruce Irvin screaming or whatever. Thought. You got to get all the way through nine innings. That's a good thought. I, if I had had that opportunity, though, I might. I might soaked that moment. (laughs) Well, they certainly were soaked by the end of it. Champagne, beer, and everything else. Coach, uh, thank you. We'll uh, look forward to doing this next week, hopefully under better circumstances. Let's go get a win. There we go. And we uh, we will be back tomorrow morning at 6 a.m. It is Brock and Saul here on Seattle Sports on 710, seattlesports.com. Hey, Brock. He's in the bar barn. See ya. See ya. Get to the chopper!